Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we're going to cover some tips and ways that we can get more grounded as HSPs or empaths. So I'm really excited to cover this with you and it's going to be a lot of fun. So First off, what is an HSP, right? I cover this in a couple of the other episodes, but if this is your first time listening to this series or listening to me at all, welcome, of course. But what is an HSP? An HSP is a highly sensitive person and HSPs are very sensitive to their surroundings, right? It's not just sensitive emotionally. It's sensitive overall, sensitive physically, sensitive mentally. Everything's very, very sensitive. And so because it's so overwhelming to take so much in, sometimes we tend to check out or avoid things because it's overwhelming. And so it's really challenging for us to get grounded. And so I want to cover a few traits that HSPs may have, just in case if you're unaware if you are an HSP, this may help you figure out if maybe you are highly sensitive. So HSPs tend to react strongly to their environments and sometimes they can have high energy. Now there's different kinds of HSPs, which is the thing. So we have those that are what's called psychomotor, right? That doesn't even sound, that sounds scary. It sounds like a scary movie, psychomotor. <laughs> psychomotor. And what this means is that stillness is very difficult because there's a lot of energy in the body. They hold a lot of high energy and they need a lot of action. They may be adrenaline driven. So more adrenaline is being pumped out into the body. So they need higher energy activities. They can also be overly talkative. So just talking really fast and talking a lot and all that is a sign that you may be an HSP. Someone who is highly sensual. This just means that the senses are very heightened. And so your sense of smell, touch, taste, hearing, all of that can be overly stimulated. But what happens is, is that when we have the pleasurable senses kicking in with taste or touch, we may run into overindulgence or addictions, such as a lot of food or sex. Because you feel more and you're getting a stronger hit of all of the other things like your dopamine, your serotonin, those endorphins are even stronger. So you don't even need a whole lot. And I think, you know, for me, I'm also a very sensitive person and I enjoy like simple things. I enjoy these wonderful, pleasurable experiences. And to the average person, they're like, what? You get that happier? You feel that much pleasure from that? Yes, because my body is extra sensitive. I feel it way more than, you know, the average person. So it comes with its pros, but also its cons, right? 
and and also with being highly sensual, you are also very overstimulated. So because of that, you may be a bit more introverted as well, just because it's very overstimulating to be out in the environment with so much going on. Another sign or another trait of an HSP is highly intellectual. And so those that are highly intellectual are overthinkers. They can also recall very vivid dreams. They are often reflecting. They are problem solving, but sometimes they can be too logical or too critical. Okay. So those that are on the high intelligence, constantly thinking, 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 are also HSPs, but from a mental space, right? They have a very strong attention to detail, if you will. Another trait or sign of an HSP is someone that has a high imagination. So they can be daydreamy, they can be a bit more in the fantasy, but hey, these are big, strong, visionary creators that really make life what they are. Think about all the amazing movies and books that are out there that have changed lives just from someone else's imagination or think of all the inventions and amazing things we can use today all because of someone having a strong imagination so that would be someone that is more of an HSP. HSPs may also be what is considered an orchid child. Now an orchid child is just someone that is just a bit more sensitive and because they are so sensitive, they need the right environments. They need support. Truly, truly, truly. Like some people, you give them a little tree branch and they'll figure out what to do and they'll be okay on their own. No, some people really need a lot more support. They need a nurturing environment because if they don't get that, they can easily go down the wrong path because they're so sensitive. And they can tend to move towards substance abuse easier and depression a lot easier. So definitely being mindful of that. And then last but certainly not least, which I will go into a bit more, are the empaths, the emotional HSPs, right? And so those that are highly sensitive to other people's emotions, taking on other people's emotions, feeling their emotions. Sometimes their emotions are so strong that they may manifest into, you know, illness in the body. They're very sensitive or they have mood swings at times or struggle with social anxiety. So all of these are different types of HSPs. You may feel some of all of these or just a few of these. And so just to keep that in mind, if you may have these tendencies, because you're going to need to get through life a little bit differently in order to stay grounded. So let's go ahead and dive into some grounding tips for HSPs and empaths. Number one is self-care and solitude. Okay. We have to have time to ourselves to just wash off the day, release, let go of what we picked up from our surroundings and other people. Solitude is really important and self-care is really important. So making sure that we're getting that self-care in, okay? Taking care of our bodies, taking care of our mind, taking care of our emotions. All of that is so important in order for us to really recenter ourselves and to get grounded. Create feelings of safety emotionally. 
So just by keeping some nostalgic triggers, like a picture of something from your childhood, or even just like watching some cartoons, or even just anything that just brings you back to a happier time where you feel safe is going to be really helpful to help you get grounded so you can feel safe again. Another tip for grounding is going to be focusing on introspection. At times when you feel yourself kind of lifting off or getting carried away or not feeling grounded, ask yourself questions. What's yours? What's theirs? What are your emotions? What are their emotions? What's going on? How are you feeling? What's happening right now? Ask yourself questions when you feel like you're kind of starting to lift off, to bring yourself back down into awareness. Weighing your body down with eating heavier meals and healthy carbs can really give the body that sense of ease and calmness so it can be a little slower to react. Because we're so overreactive, in order to balance it, we've got to slow ourselves down in order to be more grounded, right? So to the average person, they may be too slow, but because we're overreactive and so sensitive, we've got to kind of numb ourselves just a little bit just to take the edge off and calm ourselves down to stay grounded. So weighing yourself down with making sure you're eating a Healthy, heavy meal, oatmeal's great for that, right? Potatoes, just those healthy carbs and starches bringing the body down. Even wrapping yourself up in a soft blanket, giving yourself some warmth or even using a weighted blanket, just bringing yourself down, right? Physically can really help you to feel grounded. Preparing a neutral environment. So just bring some neutral energy in there, neutral colors. If we have too many colors in our environment, this is very stimulating for someone that's sensitive to seeing everything. They're constantly taking things in and it's mentally overwhelming. Even though it's subconscious, it is too much. And so bring in some neutral colors and maybe a pop of color here and there, but more beige, grays, whites, blacks, neutral colors. Make sure that your environment is more quiet, less noise, less busyness, that it's clutter-free and organized. Keeping your environment nice and clear and neutral is going to really help you to retrain your brain to be more resilient, clear, and focused so you can stay grounded. Listen to your body and help it to feel safe. So whenever you start to feel anxious or you start to feel, I don't know what's going on, Listen to your body. What is it saying to you? What does it need? Do you need rest? Do you need to move? Do you need food? Do you need water? Listen to your body so you can start to feel safe, okay? Practice soothing yourself, okay? Practice soothing yourself. Whenever you start to feel like you're getting away, soothe yourself. Listen to some calming music or just Repeat to yourself, everything's going to be okay. Rub your arm, hold your hand, soothe yourself. Okay, read more books. And that way, when you read more books, especially books that are more helpful or nonfiction or information or educational, this helps with exercising your reasoning mind, right? Exercising that left side of the brain so you can be able to be a bit more 
grounded in the things that you are focused on. It will balance things out because we already know that the right side of the brain is so overactive. We're so imaginative and creative and that's wonderful and that's beautiful, but we want to balance it out. And if you feel like you're more analytical and more logical, because you very well can be, I've met a lot of HSPs that are extremely analytical and logical, then just find a way to balance that out. So if you're too analytical, logical, read more books where you can focus on imagination, fiction, and visualizing things. If you're very creative and imaginative, create balance by reading books that are more informational. I personally love mental health books and self-help books and psychology, so it can really help me to practice that side of my brain, but it's engaging and it's exciting for me because I'm learning how to hack myself. And so the next tip I have in order to ground yourself as an empath or an HSP is embracing and accepting the fact that you are a deep feeler. Okay, you feel deeply more than the average person. So allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to feel in a safe environment. Allow the mind to calm itself just by being, not trying to suppress anything or constantly sinking a need or, oh, or how can I get out of this or trying to avoid things. Just be for a moment. Allow yourself to feel in a safe environment. Giving yourself that solitude so you can do that will help you to gain a sense of being more grounded. You'll process through it and it won't keep coming up, but you've got to allow for yourself to feel. Otherwise, it's going to become a bigger issue later. The next tip with grounding yourself as an HSP or an empath is to practice feeling the areas of your body that carry the most weight, your feet, your butt, right? (laughs) Feeling the contact between your body and the surface you're on. So feeling your feet planted on the ground, anchoring your heels into the floor, anchoring your butt into your chair or your bed or wherever you are, just really feeling the weight of that, sitting in that brings you into being more present and more grounded. Reduce distractions. When we have so much distracting us and we're unorganized and we've got a thousand notifications popping up on our phone and we've got emails coming in and we've got someone keep coming to us, asking us questions and, hey, did you do this? Hey, can you do that? It's too much. It's so distracting. So try your best to find out a way to remove or reduce those distractions drastically so you can be able to gain some calmness, some centered energy, and to feel grounded. And my last tip for getting grounded for HSPs and empaths is to set better boundaries, setting better boundaries with others and with yourself. That's so important to set those boundaries with yourself to stay disciplined, to say, nope, okay, we want to drift off into space, but we've got to get these things done. We've got to focus. So for me personally, setting some timers or time parameters around things saying, hey, you can keep going, but at six o'clock, you're done for the day. Whatever you didn't get done, you didn't get done. You can do it tomorrow. That keeps me grounded because it keeps me focused. And I'm not sitting here and my feelings are wondering what someone's going to do or wondering if whatever, how they're thinking or how they're feeling or what happened that day or overthinking things. I don't even have the time to do that when I'm disciplined and I'm focused and I'm 
focused on my goals. So for me, goals are really helpful for me to stay grounded because my mind will just go somewhere else. So I've got to really back in, bring those horses in and focus on what is in front of me. Focus on what's important to me. What do I value? Because that's setting me up for success in the future. And I always want to be able to look at myself and feel proud for what I've done to thank my past self. I love being able to do that. I love when I have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, I thought I forgot this. And I turn and look and I hooked myself up. I'm like, thank you, girl. It just builds a better relationship with yourself, right? And that always carries over to your external relationships with your friends, your family, loved ones, whatever. It is just so good to have a healthy boundary system. So if you want to learn more about that, and if you are new to this podcast, then definitely check out the series focused on boundaries. It can be really helpful for you and really understanding what boundaries mean and to set them better. Okay. So those are my tips for grounding yourself as an HSP or an empath. I know it's a challenge. I know that just environments and people are very overwhelming for you, but Remembering to own your own energy, bring your energy, bring your power, right? That is going to help you to stay grounded. Don't get so wrapped up in the weeds and like, oh, I'm so sensitive, oh, blah, 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 right? When we identify too much in that space, although it's important for us to be aware right? Because we have to move a little differently than everybody else. But when we overly identify with that, it makes it even harder for us to get grounded because we tend to forget all of the other wonderful personality traits and tendencies that we have. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more. As always, we are Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heartblend Podcast.